0: This is Safe Retirement Radio with Michael McGuire from McGuire Capital. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael McGuire provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Safe Retirement Radio with Michael McGuire.
1: Hello, and welcome back to Safe Retirement Radio. My name is Michael McGuire, and I'm your host. My company is McGuire Capital. If at any point during today's show you want to reach out and learn more, give me a call at 405-760-5863. And take the time some at some point to go over to MaguireCap.com. There you can explore about my company and also take time to click on the radio link. And you can hear past shows. You can subscribe to iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. And we'd love to have you do that. And uh, I think you'll find it a great resource if you missed a show or just want to rehear a show. It would be a great place to do that. First of all, I'd like to welcome my co host today, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing?
0: Well, Michael, I'm doing great now that I'm on the show with you. Been looking forward to it all week. We always have fun doing the show together. And thanks for having me on. I've had a terrific week. Just uh, got a lot done this week. Finally, uh, you know, got done with shopping, got family stuff uh, settled and plans made. So. How about you? Have you been keeping busy? I know you've been busy with work, right? Meeting with clients and yeah, things like that?
1: Yes, you're better than me as far as the holiday shopping. I am not done by any stretch of the imagination, but things are great, you know, Tony. This time of year all the holiday parties and and so we've had our share this weekend. I think we went to two, I know we did. And uh anyway, you got another one coming up this week, but it's been a uh, busy, busy week, both at work and and for fun.
0: Good. Well, I'm looking forward to, you said I was going to learn something new today. Well, you said we were going to talk about something we really haven't touched on a lot. So what's today's episode about?
1: It, the title of today's show is Questions About Phased Retirement. And you know, Tony, it's a interesting topic. Um, we're going to discuss the possibility about phasing into your retirement, which is kind of walking into your retirement. In other words, um, maybe going from a full-time job, uh, job career that you've been doing and kind of transitioning into a part-time with the same company, if at all possible. And a lot of people have, have give this a lot of thought. Um, a lot of people want to do that both because they just simply want to Tony, or because it's necessary that they need the income. So I read an interesting article. It it, is very interesting. It's from Transamerica, uh, center for retirement studies. Now, The uh, article name's long, but I will give it. It's called Striking Similarities and Disturbing Differences Between Employers, Workers, and Retirement Security. And what was fascinating to me about that um, article that I read is 53%. So over half the workers that were surveyed expect to retire. um, And during that retirement, after age 65, over half of them expect to continue working uh, either at their own company or at another place, sort of transitioning, maybe not full-time, but they, they want to continue earning a wage and being
0: active. Wow. So you're saying that a majority of workers out there plan to continue working, but as we know, employment is a two-way street. I wonder what employers think about that.
1: Yeah, you know, that's a great question, Tony. The, the same uh, Trans-American study Uh, noted that 70% of employers agree with this statement. Many employees at their company plan to continue working either full-time or part-time after they retire. So that just tells us they're aware that many employees uh, want to continue working in some capacity or another. You know, that shows that a majority of those employers, they know that, that their employees are thinking about that. But what's really interesting um, when you read into that report? Only about twenty percent of the employers employers are currently offering any type of phased retirement. In other words, Tony, only about twenty percent of the companies they surveyed even offer that for for their current employees to mm-hmm. allow them kind of phase into a uh, retirement.
0: Sure. And so not all employers out there are then offering to help workers to continue working in retirement is what you're saying.
1: Exactly. You know, another challenge that workers who want to transition into um, kind of a phased retirement, they face the fact that there's there's really a lack of policies for that and programs at where they work. And so that puts it back on the employee to really take control of their situation. And um, we're gonna talk about this later, but I think it's important, Tony, to note here, um, nobody cares about your retirement as much as you do. And if you're listening to me and you're younger, then you need to start planning today for that time when you hit retirement age. And oftentimes we don't do that. So I think it's, it's really important um, that we take, you know, steps today that are really going to help our retirement in the future.
0: Yeah, we have to. And I know that that Transamerica study that you mentioned, um, did give a few recommendations that we can use to help transition into a phased retirement. Um, and I'm sure you're going to share those with
1: us. Absolutely. You know, one of the, uh, basic steps that we do, Uh, especially in this type of planning, is you need to create a budget. It's so important that you create a budget that includes your income, accounts uh, for your living expenses, also accounts for you paying off debt. Um, You need to consider goals like building both short-term and long-term retirement savings accounts. So, Tony, that's one of the first steps that I speak with clients about, Um, I think you need to begin saving for retirement as early as possible. That's earlier is always better. Uh, I I think, uh, you know, I talk about that when I go out to high schools and try to get a hold of kids uh, while they're still in high school. It's important that they um, think about retirement because we don't. They don't teach that in school. Uh, So that's one of the steps is, is be consistent. Also, get that get in the plan with your employer. And be consistent in what you're putting in there. You know, uh, creating an emergency savings fund uh, is also very critical. That's going to avoid you having to call up your employer and borrow money from your 401k. So if, you know, life happens, uh, emergencies happen. So part of our planning is create that budget first. Make sure you're maximizing your retirement at work if they offer one and setting up aside an emergency fund just in case when that rainy day comes and you need it, you have it. Finally, I think, you know, if you participate in a retired plan, please be sure to call somebody like myself. Let me help you understand the plan you're in and to make sure that you're maximizing what I call the free money that they give you when they match. So important to do that.
0: Well, and those are some good suggestions. I especially like that reminder just now to participate in employer-sponsored plans. I mean, this is something we've talked about before on the show, Michael, how important it is just not to leave those matching dollars on the table.
1: You know, it is very important. And you can also prepare yourself for a phased retirement by taking kind of a proactive step to stay employed. You know, you need to keep your job skills up-to-date you need to keep your license if you're in a a position that requires that up-to-date you need to stay current on uh, you know employment trends things that's going on in your your current um, career You need to make yourself uh, where you're a true asset that they don't want you to retire and they want to do everything they can to keep you in place. And part of that is education, continuing your education. You know, you need to be sure that you have a plan in the event, though, that you do lose your job. You need to understand that having everything up to date and current and you understanding the trends in your industry will make you more employable. It'll make you uh, more valuable. For somebody else in your same industry. Also, Tony, it's important to to look at your health. I think you need uh, to take good care of yourself. What I have found, health costs in retirement can really um, eat away at your savings.
0: Oh, healthcare! This always comes up because it's such a huge cost, especially in retirement. But for all of us, um, healthcare is just—it's outrageous. The prices have gone through the roof. And so we probably all need to do a better job of monitoring our health, no matter what our age is, right? Yeah, that's
1: right, Tony. You know, in my opinion, it it can be extremely beneficial if you create kind of good health habits and create them early. Uh, I think that uh, an early start on your retirement savings plan, creating that solid retirement strategy, working with somebody like myself, that you have a plan put together and also a plan that, that includes uh, the cost of, of poor health and good health. And uh, right now, you're most likely enjoying a good portion of your um, health insurance costs being paid by your employer. And part of our planning process will be what to do when you're no longer employed, when you're having to put that burden of uh, those insurance premiums each month coming out of your retirement savings. So that's part of our plan. In a well-structured plan, we'll have that.
0: Yeah. Now, our time is just about up for this first segment. Uh, Michael, is there anything you want to share with our listeners before we take a quick break here?
1: Hey, the only way that you get started is to get started. So pick up the phone. Give me a call at 405-760-5863. Absolutely a complimentary appointment with me, one-on-one consultation, and we will uh, get you started to a retirement that you will be proud that you have and uh, that we'll consider all those different variables that go into it that you may not be thinking about right now. So give me a call 405-760-5863.
0: All right, and stay tuned. We'll be right back with more of Safe Retirement Radio with our host, Michael McGuire of McGuire Retirement Solutions, right after this. Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating at McGuire Capital. We have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy, call our office at 405-760-5863 or visit us at mcguirecap.com to learn more.
1: Welcome back to Safe Retirement Radio Show. My name is Michael McGuire. I'm your host, and alongside me is my co-host, Tony Shore. You know, in the first segment, we were talking about different things that you need to do to uh, maybe have a, what we call a phased retirement. In some of those topics that we covered in that first segment, we're talking about creating a budget, uh, being aware of healthcare costs. In this segment, we're going to we're going to explore a little bit more there's an article that i read that's entitled why are employers so bad at phased retirements so in this segment tony we're going to dive into that and i think everybody will find it informative
0: well and it seems like an odd scenario why wouldn't companies out there be doing something that's good for their business helping their employers phase in or their employees i should say phase into retirement You know, that's the big question, Tony. Phased
1: retirement, it permits the employer and the employee the opportunity to adjust to a new work reality that's going to happen. You know, we're all going to retire. And often when a worker leaves employment, the retirement or for retirement reasons or something else, health issues, something's come up, there seems to be a chaotic period in that adjustment. In other words, you've been doing your job for years. The company's relied on you they, uh, they depend on you and vice versa. And it just makes sense to me that companies would want to see you transition slowly into retirement so that you can train maybe a replacement so that, um, that it's not like one day you decide, Hey, I'm going to retire. And and in two weeks you're gone. Um, so I, it's puzzling that, that more companies don't embrace policies that allow this.
0: Well, and I know that um, that marketwatch.com article cites some examples of different types of programs. Uh, What were some of those?
1: Yeah, that article is a good article. And it it really cites a program that permits employees that are age 55 and older and who have at least 10 years of work history to cut their hours by 20%. Now, what that does, it, it obviously reduces the employee's pay by 20% but it allows them to keep their health insurance benefits and it lets them start that transition where, but they're not, they don't have that burden on the, on their of paying the full cost of the healthcare and it helps companies because they get a 20% savings and they're allowed to start uh, training a new person in that position. So um, when you read that article, uh, you know, they have other programs as well. They talk about, uh, employees who are 60 years and older that have at least five years of work history with the company that they'll allow them to reduce their hours from 20 to 50%. Now, obviously if you cut your hours by 50%, you're going to most likely lose your healthcare benefits. But again, it helps both the employee and the employer, uh, having that transition period. So I, I would encourage, uh, you know, folks that are listening right now that, that do have an open line to management where they're working to talk to them, um, when you're approaching that retirement and just say, Hey, you know, I'm looking down the road, five, 10 years. And does the company have a policy and you might plant that seed. Um, oftentimes from the field, some of the best ideas for management, um uh, comes from that day to day working, um, uh, position that allows management maybe to see things they don't because we're gonna talk about later Tony a lot of times employee employers don't really have a full picture or they have a little uh, skewed opinion about whether their employees are fully ready for retirement financially
0: Wow so it would seem like there are then a lot of different types of phased retirement options out there. It's just figuring them out, coming up with a plan. And you'd think there would be a customizable solution that would work for almost any company.
1: Yeah, you know, there's an article I read called Working Late, Managing the Wave of U.S. Retirement. And in that report, Tony, 83% of the employers' surveys said that a significant number of their workers were nearing age of, of retirement. And that 54% of those employers believe that the loss of the talent and the experience from these retiring employees would be a significant change for them. So they're aware, you know, it makes common sense that they're aware. If you've got a, a large group of your your workforce that are approaching retirement, um, it, it it's important to for those companies, employers, to look at policies that might uh, be a little different than what we're used to. You know, our parents, uh, really, there wasn't a lot of phased retirement back, back. If I look back, um, in the seventies and, uh, sixties, fifties, sixties, seventies, you know, people had worked all their life for the same company and they got a great little pension from that company. And, uh, when they retired, they retired. Um, people didn't live as long as they do now. Um, we're, we're there's lots of challenges today um, that forces us to think outside the box. And so I would encourage people to, um, to look outside the box and to really be, have open and frank discussions with your employers.
0: Well, yeah, there you go. That discussion, you know, sometimes you think that's tough, but you know, if you're in the right position and you have the right type of management that are willing to listen, I think that's good advice. So um, it's going to be hard for a company to replace that level of experience once a lot of, uh, older workers who have been at a company or in a position a long time, once they retire.
1: It is. And I, I think that, um, having those discussions early and also, uh, for employees to be prepared early, you know, um, you may be in a situation that your employer, um, just is not going to listen, you know, to a phased or, or for whatever reason. So you need to arm yourself with uh, being up to date on your skills, uh, up to date with your resume and uh, being prepared to enter your own um, phased retirement. In other words, you, you've worked a long time for this employer and this employer really is not going to offer you a part-time position and you know you're approaching 65 where you feel like or 66 or whatever your magic number is and uh, it might be time then to start actively seeking inside that same industry a part-time position and I think you'll be surprised there's a lot of companies that can afford somebody part-time uh, that may not be able to do that on a full-time so um, yeah you know it knowledge is hard to replace and uh, yeah Granted, uh, the older you are and the longer you've been working, the more um, income that you typically receive for your skills and knowledge. But it's also very valuable. And it's very valuable for the company as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, most businesses, regardless of how old their workforce is, they do have large concerns about how retirement is going to impact them when people start retiring.
1: They do. And I, I think... For the most part, and I work, I work with both employees and employers, and set up retirement plans at companies for those companies. Um, mo- for the vast majority, they are really concerned and they want to take care of their workforce because at, at the end of the day, uh, that is really uh, who makes everything happen for the company, and a happy employee um, is important. So, but but you know, we, yeah, I'm a big believer Tony and, and kind of controlling your own ship and, uh, making sure you're ready for whatever storms may come your way. Um, part of that's the reason for getting with somebody like myself, looking over what you're currently doing, looking at your investment choices, having somebody that may think outside the box, may have been thinking about something that you, you had not considered and also kind of laying that groundwork, uh, for you to have a total, complete financial plan.
0: It's been an educating discussion so far, um, and uh, you've, you talked about that. Uh, what are some of the strategies mentioned in that article?
1: You know, employers, Tony, um, they've started using what they call flexible employment options. They're utilizing retirees as consultants. So more and more I see that happening with my clients that they were on a uh, salary or an hourly basis and they go into retirement and the company has offered to use them uh, as a consultant kind of as needed uh, contingent workers they'll call it they've also I've seen expanding what truly uh, phase retirement programs where they offer those employers to stay on but maybe at reduced hours we're seeing that happen and we see um, Those strategies that really address the employer's concern about losing all that experience, all that wisdom that will go out the door in a retirement, we're seeing those employers uh, really connecting with employees and offering them these consultant jobs or offering them a true phased retirement. So it's kind of exciting to see that.
0: It is. Let's start with that middle strategy that you mentioned there, the one with the consultants.
1: You know, that's one of the more common um, options that I've seen currently. According to Wills Towers and Watson in that report, roughly 50% of the companies are currently utilizing uh, former employees as some form of a consultant. And these workers are already drawing some type of retirement benefit. You know, they've entered their retirement and many companies are hiring these retirees. And maybe they have a... um, a certain job coming up in this particular retiree has a knowledge base that's needed for that so I would encourage and uh, if you are one of my clients I can help you do this I would encourage you to uh, get involved with some consulting firms you know if for example if you're in the oilfield service industry uh, I work with several consulting firms and uh, they will hire people on a 1099 basis as a consultant. And by the way, pay them pretty good money for this. Uh, But they're kind of on when the company needs them. So uh, that's something I would definitely encourage listeners to explore.
0: Finally, we've come full circle from the beginning of our episode today. Um, The last strategy you mentioned was the actual phased retirement program. Let's finish up with that.
1: Well, the entire uh, episode's focused on questions about phased retirement today. You know, part of the reason there's a question uh, that people have about phased retirement, it's it's uncommon. You know, a lot of people have never heard of that term. In fact, in that Wills Tower report that I read, only 9% of companies in that survey had actually created programs in 2019 that would allow this phased retirement to happen. But what we're seeing is they are aware of it. We're starting to see more and more companies look into the true phased retirement and I'm encouraging uh, my clients that are still working and are not in their retirement yet uh, to approach their companies and mention articles like, like the Wills Towers report. Let them read about that. Uh, you know, I think it, it could be valuable for these companies' employers to uh, utilize that experience and knowledge and still allow them to have a, uh, a a retirement that happens over maybe the course of five years instead of immediately. Um, so I, I think uh, I think that's something that uh, everybody, both employees and employers, are uh, learning more about and should learn more
0: about. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's key. So. Obviously, there's a lot of important aspects to phased retirement. How does how long does a phased retirement last? I mean, how long do you phase out the retirement for?
1: You know, it is honestly a case by case basis. I've seen Tony, um, I've seen companies uh, phase somebody out for twelve months. I've seen them do it for sixty months. It depends on, uh, each company and the situation. You know, it's kind of like a, uh, a football team. How deep are you in that position? And, uh, I think if you're, if you're in a position, I'm working with somebody right now with, with a manufacturing company and they're in CAD cam design, um, and they are the, uh, they're the boss, um. And there's really only one of that person. Uh, there are several people that work for this person, but uh, they've asked him for five years to uh, allowing him to take longer vacations to be gone more, but also encouraging him in this first year to identify his successor and in a, in the next four years to help work that person into the position. So that is one case. I've seen it for 12 months. Um, so it really is a case by case. I, I think what's most important for everybody listening today is whether your company offers that or not, that you need to sit down with somebody and be prepared for the worst case. Be prepared that you do not have an employer that's going to offer you um, less hours, but keep you on with your with your, most of your medical insurance being paid by them. So you need to sit down with, with myself and let's, let's get a plan together to maximize your returns while you're working and to protect your hard-earned retirement while you enter re- into the retirement stage, while you're no longer putting money in, or at least not as much money in, and you're taking more money out. So that all starts with just a phone call to me Um and what we'll do is we'll sit down with you and I will go through um all the phases of a financial plan. And as as mentioned in the very first segment today's show, one of those phases I'm gonna ask you, do you have a, a budget? And most of the time that answer is no. Um and we'll explore what in the world uh needs to be in that budget and how uh everybody knows that they've got money set aside. But what you may not know is exactly what it's invested in. You may have relied on an 800 number. Um, you may not have relied on that at all. Maybe in a coworker, a buddy. Um, it's important when you leave my office that you you will understand exactly what you own currently, what that means, what that means when we do have a economic downturn, what that means to you when you're in retirement. So all of these things are so important, Tony. To to enjoy your retirement then all it takes is a phone call to me to get things started and uh, 405-760-5863 I look forward to helping you and uh, absolutely no obligation you end up meeting with me and, and you don't want to do anything that's great um, End up meeting with me and, and you really like what you're doing we'll go on to a, another appointment and we'll continue learning and growing together.
0: All right. And that does it for today's episode of Safe Retirement Radio with our host, Michael McGuire of McGuire Retirement Solutions. Thank you for listening to Safe Retirement Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael McGuire at McGuire Capital. Call 405-405. 760-5863 760 or visit them online at mcguirecap.com